Happy New Year! Hello and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Muir and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the master of the 36 styles of danger. Ooh, I am Danny and I am recording this in the past. And also joining us is the host who will never be an Epstein completionist. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? The only person who could have made me is dead. My name is Blake. (laughs) So um, for some of you who are listening to us, it's uh, the the closing hours of 2021. And for others, it's the uh, early uh, days of 2022. Uh, For those of you who are listening to us as it's creeping from 2021 into 2022, if your Apple watches are synced to your iPhones, you should look at them and you'll get a really neat surprise. Um, oh, it's it's already it's already a new year. How crazy is that? They went so quickly. Yeah. You know, good, just this, yeah. just last year we were talking about like uh, you know how COVID really sucked, and you know, guess what? We're still talking about that. <laughs> still, more, still sucks. It still does <laughs> suck. Yes, <laughs> the, the more things change. It was about a year ago that we were uh, making a switch from one platform to another so we're yeah yeah done that um changed our format along the way it's been kind of a busy year for us yeah i went from kind of having long hair to having like really long hair now i'm like realizing and i cut dig it. it and i <laughs> dig it i dig it okay. you are a handsome man Blake, <laughs> it's pretty hair. glorious hair um actually regina loved your description uh you're uh you said you had kindergarten kindergarten cop villain hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah that day yeah you guys saw me on a work day and it all pulled back exactly i know my my cosplay for for the next uh convention we go to <laughs> for the next seven years yeah <laughs> <laughs> we um we had, we had a chance to go out to the brewery too when we were in el paso for um christmas break um super nice out there mm-hmm. super super nice blake it was really fun to be out there um Nice and warm if you stay in certain spots. Absolutely cannot get rid of the smell. Um, it's a really, it's actually a very, very good smell. You just don't want to cling to you for the rest of your life. Oh, you mean, you mean intense campfire? I call it, I call it the New Mexican smell. That's fine. Everybody just smells like smoke. Yeah. It's either weed smoke or campfire smoke. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. Uh. I, well, I just, yeah, I, I it, it, it's at first it's kind of like, oh, I guess when I get home, I'll have to change immediately. And then five minutes later, it's like, man, I'm going to take a shower. And then 15 minutes later, it's like, I don't know how many showers I'm going to have to take, but I got to get rid of this smell. Oh my God. So like one night I actually like, uh, I was like closing up last person there, um, kind of putting out the fires in the fire pits, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to like hang out and like have, you know, have a beer and just kind of hang out and enjoy the night sky. And uh, so I did and got everything, you know, uh, quenched and put out and made my way home. And then like, I kind of just like, when I got home, I kind of just laid down on my bed and I, I fell asleep, um, like rather lickety split. And when I woke up, I was like, oh man, got changed, immediately took a shower. Well, it didn't matter because I had rubbed my smoky body all over my bed, the whole fucking bed. I had to take, like, I couldn't, I could, I ended up sleeping on the couch for the rest of the night because I couldn't stand it. And then I had to, you know, first thing in the morning, I had to, I had to watch like every piece of bedding and anything I touched on the way in. It was awful. And, and then you know, it's a strong spell when it overpowers your own stench. It's totally. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah. My own musk. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know what? Like, as kids, as, you know, high schoolers or whatever, you don't really care about that bonfire smell. No. As an adult, however, it's like, oh man, like now I gotta like shower. I gotta put this like right away into like the wash. Yeah, it ruins your whole day. Patrick just said he hasn't worn his jacket for like five days. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, when we were driving back, um, I uh, well, I asked my mom, I was like, hey, do you have one of those like dry cleaner bags? <laughs> like, yeah, this. oh, yeah, oh man, uh, she didn't have one of those. So I was like, okay, uh, we're packing stuff. So I'm um, telling Regina, like, we have to keep this coat separated from everything else because I don't want to <laughs> smell the linger to everything. Thankfully, the back of her, um, she has like an SUV type thing. Like, she has the panels you can pull up, you know, so you could uh, oh, pack nice. them. So we, we we threw the coat underneath that right next <laughs> to the spare tire. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm going to make sure, like, just like for the bugs, like for the summer, we have all that offline around. I'm just going to, like, stack up Febreze. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I just let people Febreze themselves at, at will. 
Well, I mean, you're you're not an anime convention. You don't have to no. fuck up all the Febreze. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, the, the thing is, like the um, the campfires are they are so warm. Like I think it was like forty or fifty degrees when we went out that night. Yeah, it didn't feel a thing at all. Like I was so comfortable. Like <laughs> it was perfect. Actually, I had a really good time. Um, probably should have wandered around a little more instead of just standing <laughs> right by the fire. <laughs> it's hard though. Yeah, you get cozy. S'mores. Come on. It was. It was cool. It was really cool. Um, neither of you are like New, New Year's resolution type people, right? No, mm, not necessarily. Not really. Yeah, that's another thing I think that goes away with age. Like when you're younger, it's kind of like. I don't know. I guess it's kind of a thing that you do because it's kind of everyone else is doing it. Right. Once you get to like, I don't know, high school, maybe right after high school, you're like, eh, you know, I have to think about it and, mm-hmm. and then feel bad about it a couple of weeks later. Like, I just, eh. <laughs> yeah. Rather. I like to do ones that are like, you know, really attainable. Like, I'm going to drink some orange juice this year. And then like the next morning, I have orange juice and I'm like, I did it. Did it. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 like I think in the last couple of years has been like how to just be a better artist, I guess. Like and how to like <laughs> well that's something you should always try to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. But I feel like it's just kind of like the same, kind of like you did like you're saying, like about drinking that one glass of orange juice. So I'm like, I did uh two conventions. I did it. I don't have to worry about anything else. You know what, though? This is a great question. And it's I've actually been thinking about this numerous times. Um, you've really you really have dedicated yourself to um, your art and selling that stuff this year. Like how many individual drawings do you think you've done? You've probably lost track. But like we're talking hundreds, probably, right? <laughs> so here is the beautiful truth. Uh, a lot of that is actually was done during 2020 uh so i think individual new drawings i think i did maybe like 10 or 12 Uh, all year what a month all year all yeah pretty much i was really hoping you were i was really hoping you were gonna say four so it'd be like one (laughs) (laughs) i i I have convention like i'm sorry commissions that i've done so that's probably like part of that but yeah like a lot of it like at the beginning of the year uh, like at covid i was like in october i was like all right cool this is what I'm going to do. I, I, I lot, like, you know, I did a book, like I, I did the book. Right, I did, I right. think two and the book had like, it's like 30, 30 pages essentially or 30 mm-hmm. new ink drawings. So I, those are new. That was new for this year. I did four in July. I did one in two in, Dece- in January of last of this year. Like there. So when yeah. you say you're busy all the time, you're fucking lying to us. Like I get it. <laughs> I'm like making, I'm trying, like I'm, it took, so here's the other crazy truth. Like it took me, took me like six months to do a Twitch, a, a Twitch, a, t- a Twitch. Oh Twitch yeah. The emojis or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then I did two t-shirts or a sweater, a t-shirt and a sweater design, which the sweater design, I can't even like, I can't even show yet. Well, so it's like, tees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then keep listening, people. At home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will drop a reveal date for you. Yeah. So th- there's a there's a bunch of shit that like I I just I do, and I'm like always like working little things here and there. But it's like every, everything that you see, like that's done done. It's like yeah, from a year ago. So yeah, from a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And but conversely, Pat, how many articles did you write this year? Yeah. Oh gosh, like oh. More than ten. Uh, <laughs> I I I try on the site that I write for. I try to have a different, at least one movie article on there a day. Um, not necessarily by me, but it's a very small site, and there's only like three or four of us that regularly write movies. Right. Um, I, it was it's probably close to like two hundred fifty or three hundred. Wow. Because um, but it's um. I mean, some of it, like, and I don't want to belittle what people do who review, like, review movies, but I mean, you just get a pattern down, like, you watch a movie mm-hmm. and then you review it. Sometimes I review the movie while, I, while I'm watching it, like, because it's not like I'm going to put spoilers in a review or anything. So, like, right. I can I can watch a movie and have the review up, like, 15 minutes afterwards. So, that's why I can do, like, two or three reviews a day type of thing. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Damn. Yeah, okay. you guys working hard. <laughs> oh shit! What you started, you? Yeah, yeah you what about you? I just boil stuff and like you know, then throw bugs at it and it turns into beer. I don't know what I'm doing. It's all good. 
Well, but, also, well it's about 2,000 gallons of beer, which ain't shit, but that's the most beer I've ever made in a year. That's for sure. Well, it makes people happy. Gives them something yeah. to do. That's true. Not everybody, though. Everyone's a critic. Everyone is a critic. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to ask you if the beer was uh, 29 degrees or whatever. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, Excuse me. Is this beer 29 degrees? That was the main thing that I wanted to do. And I don't <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like that you say that this is you know everybody's a critic uh, because I do anime it is my most uh, thing I have a lot of little like little weebs uh, and I mean these are like 10 11 year olds and they're like oh he's not supposed to look like that and I'm like of course not this is my interpretation <laughs> of it like I'm pretty sure if you draw your little figure yes uh, my Goku has big cherry titties <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you enjoy those cherry titties uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but you, you know, and I, I remember this uh, my first year, there was this uh, this guy. He uh, he saw him, I did the White Ranger, Green Ranger, and he was like, Oh, you know, they're they're a little bit skinny. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, like I, I try, I, I draw this slender bodies. You know, also they're teenagers, so they wouldn't have a lot of muscle. And he's like, But in the comic books, I was like, Yeah, that's in the comic books and in the show, but they're still teenagers. And then I'm like, look at you. And he just looked at himself. <laughs> They've never like, um, gosh, like, I mean, all you do is like, look up like uh, any, any character, like whatever, like Goblin Queen fan art on Google. Oh, see, like, yeah. 50 different variations of her. I mean, it's, I people have their own, inter- you know, it's funny. People have, uh, okay, though, when they, write to me about something that i've written to, uh, and i'll try to talk to it like i really try to engage with people like if it's if it's like a genuine you know if it seems like it's going to be a genuine conversation but um after a while you know it inevitably it becomes you know you you suck it basically is how it ends up with like oh, you're, yeah. you're an idiot you don't know what you're talking about uh so i always tell them like you make a good point you should turn that into an article i will publish it <laughs> and the conversation always ends <laughs> that's hilarious it's like well if you don't agree with me that's cool you don't have to and um i kind of exactly. see where you're coming from write about it yeah. <laughs> i will give you the form yeah exactly it's like you think you think this is so easy to to do you know whether it being our our, our podcast our 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 hobbies our our jobs or whatever if you think it's so easy then by all means Here's here are the things that we can help you with to do. To quote a tool song, point that fucking finger up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're gonna get back to our horror roots. Um, we have a double feature of scary movies. Our first one is a slasher released in this this year, possibly. It's called Hurt. It's about a Ooh, this is a little difficult to describe. Um, <laughs> it's about a woman whose boyfriend, uh, he's in the army. He comes back home. They go to a haunt on Halloween. Well, things get kind of crazy from there. Um, I'm having a lot of trouble describing this movie because, I don't know, did it kind of lose you guys at times? Like, it's not a oh. complicated plot at all. It's kind no. of... You I lost me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does have that opening fake out. Which was fun. I thought it was pretty it was, cool. It was fun. And then immediately it confused me because yeah. I, I don't know. It, it um I don't know if that's like a, a problem, but I did expect I expected that that beginning scene to be played out somehow throughout this movie. So well, mm. so here's why the movie was confusing to me. Like it's not I don't know if confusing is the right word because it's pretty cut and dry as to what's happening. I but, guess, but I mean I was also kind of confused. I was very confused by the time the third act, because so the movie for a good hour or so it's it'd be pushing it to call it a horror movie, I think. Oh, oh no, and and then they turn on it becomes full-blown horror in the third act. Right, right. But yes, for about an hour, it's a girl wandering around going, Tommy. where's tommy so that makes that makes me feel better that i'm not the only one because i was watching it and i swear i was paying attention during it um i swear i was too but there just came a moment where i i was just like i i 
I, I lost the plot somehow. <laughs> I was kind of, yeah, but I knew what was going on. So I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. So, um, so we we mentioned the opening fake out. I think I think it's it, it's a fake out on two levels. I think you know it's the whole like this isn't the actual movie. They're watching a movie, mm-hmm. and then it's supposed to. I think it's supposed to subvert your expectations, like kind of like what you're talking about, Danny. Like you thought the rest of the movie would be because I thought the rest of the movie would be like that too. I'm thinking that's what the opening but i i did think it was a cool little thing i i like that kind of like little fake out oh i've been watching a movie with it i like that i think that's kind of always fun if they can do it well but um yeah i don't understand the purpose behind that to be honest with you other than to just do it and then i i think the most confusion lied with um was it trying to convince me that somebody was like crazy and dangerous or that they're both crazy and dangerous or who was crazy and dangerous i guess so so <laughs> the movie so the movie within a movie thing and it's not a big thing it's just so in the opening moment so macbeth this is not no this is more like <laughs> what light over yonder winder breaks <laughs> but um the um, yeah like so there there is a mystery to it like and most slashers or all slashers there is something of a mystery to them sure. i didn't feel that that mystery came across especially at the end when it totally lost me but i really didn't get caught up in the mystery part of it no i didn't either the the mystery i don't think there was much of a mystery i think Blake was kind of alluding to it, it and you did too it, it's not really a thing that we tend to call this horror but we've also talked about like horror has so many subgenres and for me this is the first time that i see a, a horror film dip its toes into drama two-thirds I think of the, the term you're looking for is hipster horror hipster <laughs> horror i don't know because even hipster horror is horror this is it is drama at first you know oh uh, did you feel like some of the scenes like yeah played way too long yeah yeah yes the opening like leading up to the fake out like i think they're just showing the 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 afternoon sky and some trees that took forever like yeah this isn't a long movie either but uh, there's multiple scenes that are like that um i think i know what you're talking about danny like the first hour or so um it's a it's a character study basically mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really what they're going for here um one of the things they really tried to get over was the pt ptsd aspect of the boyfriend um last week you and i blake talked about how poorly uh victims of uh sexual abuse were kind of portrayed in the, the scary of 61st this movie made victims of ptsd it just made it look like they get really angry and punch mirrors all of a sudden yeah <laughs> so, this is yeah, so this movie, you're paying attention to it, and I, I'm glad that we've all said this at different points. You all pay attention to it, and it kind of changes the conversation. Does that make sense? It's talking about they're they're kind of like getting out like frisky at a haunted house and cool, but then PTSD hits. Then? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just like it kind of like hits you. It changes the subject to like the PTSD and like what's happening like what thought we're gonna do it and then it leads you to a completely like different scene everything seems very rushed in this movie yeah i didn't feel like there was many plot threads that connected there was like no connective tissue between the scenes and i so much so that i i eventually started to thought i thought they might be doing like one of those like uh um, they're showing you two things happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but yeah. you know, you know what I mean. But then I don't think that's actually what it was, um, because there was like some similar characters that would just happen to look like her quote unquote main character. I don't know. Yeah, I, f- I found all that stuff really. That's why it lost me so fast. Is it went from being like, oh well, they're yeah, character development with this with this chick and this guy, and then wait a minute, there's these other people, but they kind of look just like them, but that's not the same people. And it, it all became very, yeah, there was no there was no path between scenes with that. It was very hard to follow. Like, um, so the one thing that I was pretty clear on was it seemed like that the sisters had a frayed relationship. I got that out of it, but um, I really like the PTSD thing, I couldn't really follow very well. Like it, it was very generic i thought um yeah the relationship between the girlfriend and the boyfriend like um i don't know i didn't really 
like it, it didn't draw me in like it should like I, I think there was supposed to be this really like an emotional gut punch type thing mm-hmm. and um it never really hooked me like in, in that way no i thought that yeah i thought they were supposed to well they were trying to like build this real compassionate thing because like she obviously cares about him and is worried mm-hmm. about him etc and she's defending him and all that stuff and then what with what happens at the end it's supposed, i guess it's supposed to be like gut-wrenching but um yeah ineffective <laughs> i think and you know i think i know where you're coming from blake because I, I never did think it was the two things happening at once but what i did notice is uh, or what i got out of it was so it would go into flashbacks a lot yeah but it was very um inelegant i guess <laughs> they would just kind of <laughs> drop them in randomly so mm-hmm. Then I was like, who are, I would be like, who are these people? Like, are we in a different part of town now? Like, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. I, I thought it was, yeah, exactly. They 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 did it so disjointed that it became really confusing as to what exactly it was happening. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the horror like it does eventually become a straight up horror movie? Like, did that I, I guess the last 20, last 20, 30 minutes, did it work for you? No, really. on a horror on no. a horror level. I don't think it really worked as a. It didn't really work as a horror. I I feel like, <laughs> like the drama is too heavy for the horror to kind of like steep out. It, well, yeah, like it's like it, it shifted. Yeah, it shifted gears a little too hard, I guess. Like it, it was trying to build all this stuff up, and then when it came, it was almost like all of a sudden it was like this really generic stock and well semi stock mm-hmm. thing, cat and mouse, but not really. Yeah. Even those scenes, like those, even some of, well, a lot of those scenes, even towards the end, they drag out in a way that makes it confusing and like, oh, what the, like, what was she actually running from? Mm -hmm. And then like the very like last beats of the movie, I mean, so boilerplate and generic that it, it, it becomes such a, any impact that it was trying to have, it just totally loses steam. And so even that last shot is like, kind of like, oh, okay, fucking, at least the movie's over. Yeah, like I think that's the uh, so I get the idea of what they're going for. Like I think they went so heavy in the first two acts because there's nothing wrong with going with a more dramatic character-driven horror movie. I mean, like Hereditary, I think is really good proof of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to know how to balance it, and you can't make these like really sudden left turns because um, right. it goes from this character study, which is fine if you're into i guess this is like mumble gore right (laughs) yes that's what you're getting in the first hour um it's very very like uh, mumble gore i guess i don't think that exists anymore but and then it all of a sudden goes into this you know almost i want to say over the top but well it's kind of over the top with it has a lot of the horror tropes in it and it's just so sudden of a change that um you're just like oh okay like here are the elements of this particular genre now, like, but you can't really appreciate it or take it in. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Did you guys think it was? I, I did. I will say this, Paul. I know we're really shitting on this movie. Um, I will say that I think it was very. It had a good atmosphere to it. Like in the beginning, when she's you know tricking the kids, literally tricking the kids for Halloween. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was had that small timey feel to it. It was kind of cool. I really did feel like it was you know fall in some little Texas town. And when it got to be scary in the third act, or when they go to the, to the to the hayride, like it really had a cool kind of tension, tense atmosphere. But um, it didn't make the movie any better. But it certainly had the right feel to it. Uh, oh, I completely agree with that. The, that's definitely the best part about this this movie. Is it? Yeah, I I felt like now that we're you know in kind of whatever weird winter we're having. Um, it made me it, it made me wish I had watched this during like the height of October and fall because it it really did translate that that feel and vibe you know across the screen which anytime they showed a pumpkin or the uh, or a jack-o'-lantern and like the house decorations it, it felt very very real and very yeah small town it was cool I like that I was actually going to ask you guys that if I mean we're watching it like in like you said the dead of this weird winter yeah. if we had watched it and we did a whole month on on haunts like movies about haunts. if we had done this movie back in October do you think you would have appreciated it more I think I, I don't think I would have liked it more but I might have been able to look at it a little bit differently yeah had I been in the depths of yeah of of some real like haunt and you know the themed stuff 
it would have definitely felt better than this kind of the way we watched it but um overall the, uh, the you don't really get the haunt vibe until the very end mm-hmm. of the movie and so yeah. um i i think it would have still fallen way low on the list of things that i would have recommended that that time of year but yeah i think it could have could have helped play to its favor um i think the most surprising thing about this movie is um it does have a very strong pedigree um the director actually worked on the strangers and uh also worked on the dark and the wicked which was like a, not only is it an awesome title but it was a pretty huge success for shutter apparently this year so wow. um and it's 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 a pretty good movie too so kind of this one's a little bit surprising to say the least but um as danny pointed out before we started recording um it is from a few years back so i don't know if that makes a difference or not but um hurt i'll start with you danny it's available on um uh digital and, and on demand right now see or no see i i paid a lot of attention to this movie and i did enjoy a lot of the little like voyeuristic views of how it was through the cracks i kind of still like despite it being confusing i still enjoyed it I'm going to say, go watch this movie. Don't go rushing now to it. Go watch it. Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's there. It's out in the wild. Go watch it. What about you, Blake? Uh, see or no see hurt? No, don't watch this movie. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I kind of, I get what Danny's going for. He, I think he's being extremely nice. The, I think this movie um, is boring. And again, I, I overall, I, I don't think a lot happens. Um and so while there were a few things to, to be happy about overall, I, I found it kind of a boring uh, watching experience. And I, I can't rightly say to go watch it. As a, as a character study, it's um, pretty, yeah, pretty boring is a good way to describe it. As, as a horror movie, it just kind of falls on its face. I would say to avoid this movie also. We have been trying to get to our next movie for quite a few weeks here. <laughs> But we finally got to it. Uh, it's 2007's 30 Days of Night. So right off the bat, spoiler warning. If you've never seen this movie, we are going to lay it all out for you. <laughs> um, so watch the movie first and hear what we have to say or hear what we have to say. That might determine whether you want to watch it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 30 Days of Night, uh, Josh Hartnett. Do you remember when he was all over the place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hunky uh, Joshy Hardy. He has I, a new I, movie coming out. <laughs> you know what? He's been steadily acting since, but this is by far his biggest movie. It's got to be right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was he in was, like Pearl Harbor and shit, but the, he wasn't the lead. He wasn't the lead. Though, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is like okay. his. But because like, I was like, whatever happened to this dude? Um, I I don't think he's hungry. I think he's actually very plain and boring. Like he was, <laughs> he always irritated. But then again, he was like in everything, like Forty Days and Forty Nights, and this movie, and oh yeah, Pearl Harbor. Really, but uh, he was all over the place. But um, apparently, he has been steadily acting, but he takes occasional breaks. He gave an interview recently saying that um, he's not into fame. He reached that point in fame. Uh, hated it, didn't want to do it, so now he likes to take a step back and just live a private life. So, in other words, he's a failed actor, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> People stop uh, casting him, is what I got out of that. So, this movie, 2007, my memories of it are like people loving the, the shit out of this. I remember it being really popular when it came out. Do you mm-hmm. guys remember when it came out? I have a poster for it somewhere. Oh, yeah, right I yeah, do. It's, it's holding my bookcase. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it being a big deal. So, like, um, uh, my question was answered by the end of the movie, but I'll ask you two. Um, why don't you think it ever became more popular? I mean, um, if you watch what we do in the shadows, like, literally, the very first episode has a reference to an interview with the vampire. And that's from way back when. You yeah. never hear 30 Days of Night. Yeah, you know, it's, I guess it's so much uh, darker and, like, kind of, it's got a more of a gritty feel but you know walking dead became super mega popular but um i don't know it's it's a it's an interesting case of uh why didn't it but i was there not like a like i want to say there was like a tv series or something it had had sequels okay a sequel it has a prequel it has a series yeah it has a bunch of stuff so i think it was just popular it's just not popular it's not the right kind of i guess vampire movie well, I mean, it's 
Uh, well, Does that make sense? Because it's not the... the, the well, they're the, not the sexy vamps. That's exactly. For sure. So yeah. they, I think a lot of people prefer the sexy vamps over terrorizing... I like this kind of vampire. Exactly. Well, I was going to say Nosferatu, because, I mean, these are Nosferatu-esque things. I mean, I know Nosferatu is the first vampire movie, but, I mean, it's poppy. I mean, it's known very much. Known, but there's lots of ugly vampires that are... Yeah, uh, I I just because I was watching this and I was wondering why like um I mean you have Josh Hartnett uh, you have an excellent premise yeah uh, great uh, premise just mm-hmm. an amazing premise um I I like the vampires like that kind of they're in between they're they're dressed really cool but they look like <laughs> like fucking monsters. monsters yeah yeah so I I like that um and I, I just well I was able to pinpoint by the end why it didn't become more popular but um I will say this the um the sequel went straight to video and mm-hmm. then the the two limited series were like straight to the web i think so oh okay that might also have to do with why it didn't remain popular um it just wasn't out there as much yeah you know, i have a really really great crossover because it's based off a comic book uh, graphic novel right um and mm-hmm. i have a great graphic novel um sequel that is literally Fox Mulder and Dana Scully investigating the events oh, that happen in the small book. So, yeah, it's <laughs> super fucking good. Super good. So, and, and, I'm sorry, and, and, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I just think it's, I, I don't think people were ready for this, but I think the comic book world and nerds maybe were more like it was more geared to those nerds than the Anne Rice nerds. Rest in peace, Anne Rice. Oh, yeah. How could they not be ready for that? Just wondering. Like, what do you mean by that? I don't know. Like, because for the longest time, again, Natsuratu is like, you know, the old, like, you know, the the haunting prey type of stuff, like type of vampire. And this is one that we they're terrorizing a little small town. We don't, I to my recollection, I don't know any other vampire that 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 does that. <laughs> well, I did not terror, like. <laughs> They don't terrorize. They don't terrorize and burn down a fucking town. Well, Dracula, like the whole the village below the castle, was absolutely frightened of him. They were terrified of him. I mean, like, I guess there wasn't a horde of them that came to Alaska, and they didn't like try to cover up their stuff. But uh, I think there's quite a few vampire stories that yeah. that yeah, I, I think so. I mean, even the Anne Rice stuff, like. Isn't uh doesn't Lestat become a rock star in one of them, and the other vampires get really pissed off about it because they're, like, yeah. I, I think it's I I don't think it's people not being ready for it per se because I mean well, this isn't out there. Okay, well maybe I just thought about it and maybe I get why. Was this not in the height of fucking Twilight shit book releases oh, and well, stuff? Oh well, shit, maybe two thousand seven boys into the spectrum. Yeah, I think oh, it yeah. is actually. That that might be also a really that's a good point because you have your your hunk in it um, dying in the end so I mean you right. lose that factor right there yeah it's so, actually a good point um, we we t- we touched on the premise so for those who have never seen or heard of Thirty Days a Night uh, the title says it all um, it's set in uh, Barstow is it Barstow Alaska I believe so yes um, Bar- borrow 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 yes so. One night out of the year, or uh, excuse me, one month out of the year, the sun doesn't rise. So you got literally 30 days of night. And a, um, what's a herd of vampires? They're not a coven. They're uh, a, a murder. A, a, a murderer's row. A flock. A flock of vampires uh, who also sing that great song, I Ran. <laughs> a flock of vampires come to Alaska and they're just going to destroy this town. So, um, yeah. I think we all agree. Amazing premise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge plot hole. If there's a place that you can go for 30 days and there's no sun, like 30 days of night, why aren't all the vampires going there and having a Woodstock-esque <laughs> Burning <festival>? Man? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. This, this is like, a, this is prime Coachella here. Oh, <laughs> no, shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Maybe like, they just like cruise around the Arctic Circle. That's like their whole thing. Just like a yeah, maybe, I mean, it is like, and like they do say in the movie, like they, they're not ready for. Or they don't Murder understand Palooza. the cold. Yeah. Murder, Murder Palooza. Palooza. <laughs> like that's the. It, it's a great premise in all seriousness. But I was thinking, like, man, like, and then they might not know about it. Like, I mean, in all fairness, yeah. but I'm thinking, like, man, if I'm a vampire, 
every year I'm making it a point to go up to this place. <laughs> I'm going to party for a month. Like, all right, Ben Foster, hike your ass over there, get everybody weirded out, then we're coming through. And my, my other question was, um, since the sun never rises, do they stay up the entire time? Because then you got a real party. You got like a oh, night in the jungle. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a Dude, night at the ups and rock and roll all night and party every day, bro. That fucking kiss wrote a whole song about it. It's, it's, it's pretty. Uh, this, this has to be like the vampire event of the. It should be. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. It totally should be. <laughs> so um, the vampires, we've kind of touched on them in this, and I think we all agree that we like them. So um, they have uh, this Nosferatu. Uh, some of them like half Nosferatu, half human, kind of, sort of. They dress normal. Yeah. Um, they're, I did notice that sometimes they were supernaturally fast. Sometimes yeah. they were just like kind of fast. <laughs> they were kind of slow sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes they just ran really fast. <laughs> it, uh, my reasoning behind that was like, I think some of them are older than the other ones. And like the longer you have the virus, maybe the more mutations you, the more mu- mutated you become, the faster you get, et cetera, et cetera. But um, because like that mm. one guy, he looked okay. like real fucked up and he was like really strong, really fast. But yeah. then like, yeah, a couple of the other ones. But then our lead guy, he probably looks the most normal out of all of them. He's kind of like vampire fucking um, Huey Lewis. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> like he's the most normal looking one of them all. But apparently he's a real, he's a tough customer. That guy yeah, was fucking he, badass. He punches yeah, a I, hole I like through someone's head. Yeah, he fucking sure does. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome um which uh so that scene along with the scene beforehand where they show um someone being beheaded are two of the only scenes in the movie where they actually show the violence lots of blood lots of gore lots of neck biting yeah um mm-hmm. but you don't That's... really see like there's off-screen beheadings and stuff like that like mm-hmm. what did you think of that like i thought it was really well done because when they when that first beheading is shown, I, it kind of took me back because I haven't seen this movie in like 10 years or so. so yeah. Like, yeah. I remember nothing. So I thought that was really cool. Was this movie PG-13? That's rated no R. No way, yeah. Yeah, it's rated R. It's rated R. Okay, I was like, fuck. Because now that you're mentioning it, I was like, oh, it's, it has, it's a it's a PG-13 movie, you know? But then I was like, no, this, this movie's pretty fucking gory. Yeah. You're cool. like, I haven't seen it, I think, since maybe since I rented on DVD and that was probably one of the last times. So it's been it, a lot of the stuff was kind of like new again. Yeah. Like you're, you're, so you're just like, Oh, that like, it's like re, re jogging your memory. I just forgot that Ben Foster was in there and he was pretty good. I like his really bad teeth. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. He had really gross teeth. No, I actually, I like the gore stuff. I, I thought the, yeah, like you said, they don't over, like it's real bloody, but they don't overdo it. And so when they do hit you with like the really gory scenes, particularly towards the end, they're like, whoa, holy shit, they really stand out. Some of the most uh, realistic blood I, I, I recall mm-hmm. seeing um, in a movie like this, for sure. Yeah, the movie is, uh, I guess, blood-soaked is a great definition. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, blood-soaked and violent, but the actual like graphic violence doesn't really happen until towards the end. And then for me, it was kind of like, well, that was that was pretty crazy when that <laughs> stuff would happen um we've mentioned that it takes place in a town and we're introduced to a lot of characters um yeah what did you guys think too many characters did they handle it well uh i thought they maybe had too many characters that, that you were supposed to care about that ultimately do nothing or mean mm-hmm. nothing um particularly kind of in that attic scene um i oh, feel like yeah. i feel like we're supposed to like be invested into who these people are and oh we don't want them to get hurt no well, for me, I was like, wow, whatever, like fucking vampire fodder, everybody, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I They do a pretty decent job with our main characters, but ultimately, yeah, I think there there's maybe too many in the fold that I'm supposed to care about, but don't. Yeah, I, I agree. I really do agree. I do think there's a lot of characters. I guess, it, it, like Blake said, it, it is a lot of fodder. We don't have to spend, I don't know, five minutes, oh, you, you killed my grandma. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, like nobody cares well it, it's it's a thin line because i guess they want to like uh paint the picture of the town and but then if you have too many characters and you kind of get what you got like what what how you guys feel like it's oh they're fodder or you stop caring um in my case what ended up happening was at the 
there was uh the girl who worked on the uh the, the oil rig where the oh. two guys were <laughs> like i actually totally forgot about so at the end when she because she was one of the final survivors yeah mm-hmm. at the end when she's talking to them i was like who the hell is this woman yeah totally. like i had totally forgot about her like because um there were so many characters um that being said like um the the like yeah josh hartnett was really cool uh, stella his uh ex-wife i guess or his wife that girlfriend? Separated from? No, ex-wife i got his his partner yeah mm-hmm. like uh i thought they did a really good job with them um the what was the guy's name was it cooper uh he was the guy who uh who josh hartnett has to behead in the office Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I thought that dad, he didn't get a lot of screen time, but what no. they gave him, I thought was really good. Like, like when he had to kill him, I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like what they 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 got they did some really good with the the guy who um there was a guy and his father was there. His father was like suffering kind of from dementia. Sort dementia, of. yeah. Like I, I was, uh, and they had very little screen time, but I was invested into what was happening with them. So. I think they did as good a job as they could, but then, yeah, there was too many characters because that one chick who they were arguing about possibly having a threesome with, mm-hmm. like, I, when she's at the end, when she's having, like, this major confrontation with Josh Hartnett, like, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the first thing I, I was like, who are you? <laughs> why, why didn't they just give her up to the vampires? Like, I, I, I didn't quite do understand. that, yeah. What did you so the vampires? Uh, we've talked about how cool they are. What did you think of their their little language? They were what language are they speak? Were they speaking? I was thinking French, but like they'd been around for so long that it was an older, deader version of French. Like yeah, I was thinking it must have been like yeah, like really like old yeah, like Gaelic? Ro- Roman or so. I don't know some yeah some like dead language. Um, but I thought the vampires were really cool. Like um, I thought like they. Like they had enough um, like humanity left in them that they could still operate like mm-hmm. like like a semi civilized group. But when they're out on the hunt, they're like hunting like a pack of wolves, basically, yeah. and um, like creating bait. And like I, I I thought they were like as vampires go, as about as terrifying and scary as you can get because just killing indiscriminately. And my whole thing with that was like at first was like, damn, are they just gonna like? fill up on the first night like what, what, what do you want <laughs> to the, drag this out a little <laughs> that's what i was thinking too so that's one of the issues i had initially i was like are they gonna just decimate this town in the first hour and a half because yeah. you still got 29 days to go here <laughs> what are you doing you know when you're gonna go on a feast you want to go really hard and then you just want to like that's you've always true. had a problem with binge yeah. drinking you you, you, you know you, you'll unbuckle one button there on your pants and then you know, you just let that, you know, let that gut just go out for a bit. <laughs> Everybody does it on Thanksgiving. So I'm pretty sure this is their Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I still would have spread it out over the course of oh, 30 yeah. days. That was... yeah, spread it. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the set? Because the first, what, 15 to 20 minutes or so is them meticulously setting up what's going to happen. Like, yeah. What, what did you think of that? I, I thought it was very well done with the, the burned phones and, they're cutting off all communication to the outside world, basically. I, I thought that was really well done. I, I I really enjoyed it. It had this weird uh like thing like startup because you didn't know really what to expect. I, I in my head, I guess when I was seeing it, I was like, oh, they're just paying tribute to the thing, like you know, the 1980s thing. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, let's just do this on the um, ominous thing that's happening. And I really did did like it how it just it started this movie the um since you brought up the uh, john carpenter's the thing uh because I, I just recently saw that one again um didn't this movie look like the the outdoor shots didn't look really cheap yes like it, it looked like it was shot on, shot on a soundstage whereas the, thought... yeah the, and the thing looks very natural yeah no i i really agree with you uh it's like a i think it's josh harnett's driving and they <laughs> kind of like show him uh where you could see the driver's window and all that looks fake and even the sun as the sun is setting that looks very fake it's 2007 so we don't know where what kind of money they were on um but no this movie was definitely made in a soundstage like you know that down in burbank 
It says it was 2007, but it, it may well have been 1999 because they really <laughs> love the shaky cam in this. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. What yeah. yeah. I, I kind of got motion sickness. <laughs> they went hard on it, like really hard on it mm-hmm. um, during the vampire scenes. Um, 30 Days of Night. Could you guys do it? Like, I, there's no, I, the, the loss of time, I would, I think I would go mad. Ooh, I'm a night owl, dude. I, I like the night. I'm a creature of the night myself. Um, I think I could do it. I think I'd be cool with it. Yeah, I don't thirty days though. Like, I, I, like yeah. the, I prefer the night also, but thirty days. Thirty days. <laughs> look, if I knew it was just thirty days, that's four weeks. I, yeah, I think I could be okay, man. I, I, I really, I think I'd be a little pastier than normal, and um, I drink lots of coffee. Like I already drink lots of coffee, but I drink even more coffee, and I think it'd be cool. Just for like, just for like I said, if I just knew it was a month. I can handle it. It was filmed in New Zealand, by the way. Oh, New Zealand? Okay. Mm-hmm. New Zealand, okay. Um, I think I would nap a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so confused by... Well, yeah, but like with. you could, you would never feel bad about having a beer or a drink because you'd be like, oh, it's dark. No, I, I never do. It's dark outside. What was that movie with... Uh... With Al Pacino and Robin Williams where it was also... Oh, Insomnia, like... wasn't it? Insomnia, yeah. So yeah. I feel like as I have to remind everybody as a father uh, <laughs> that I pretty much like I'm already up half the time. So I think I could do this. I also drink coffee. So I'm, I'm fucking down. If that baby could sleep 12 hours. Oh, you're fucking dead though, dude. Like if fucking, <laughs> if fucking vampires come, your fucking kid's going to give you up immediately. Oh, uh, that's true. Fucking yeah. Baby. Yeah. That's, that's, well, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, because they 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 would destroy you and then use use Kitty for bait. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. damn it, yeah, that's true. Fuck it. The um, oh, fuck. so here's why I think it's more popular. I um, it just runs out of steam. Like about oh yeah, it actually yeah. does yeah. And I I think the reason is it's not more popular is just it's not that people weren't ready and it's a Twilight thing possibly, but I really think it's it's just really not that good. Like it's it's not memorable enough to leave an impression. Like the reason I didn't remember anything about it is because there's really nothing to remember about it. Like you're yeah, you're kind of right. Like well, as much as I do, I because I, I like the movie. I, I mean, this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. I, I like it, but uh, this last time we watched it, um, I like that the, how you just described how it kind of fizzles out. Like I feel like it's really action packed and like it's cool, and then it kind of just it's, ends it just stops yeah it just stops and like dead in its tracks yeah and you can't like the final fight is actually really awesome i mean the killing blow is just amazing oh, super mm-hmm. great. Yeah. um like a little heartwarming ending and everything but it just i don't know just a lot going on i will say this that it might not be so much the movie uh, well i think a part of it is the movie but also i watched it on pluto where they had a commercial commercials like every five minutes oh yeah oh, that, God, really that is such and a fucking... um, <laughs> that being said, I mean, it was constant Paramount Plus commercials. Right. Um, I can tell you all about Halo, um, <laughs> the three different Star Trek shows, and about 15 documentaries, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. might have kind of ruined some of the enjoyment for me. But um, well, One more thing about the end, though, Pat. Uh, how bad do you think her jacket and hair smelled like burnt up Josh Hartman? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would, on a scale of one to ten showers, <laughs> I only had to take thirteen. <laughs> so, um, thirty days of night. It is free on Pluto. Blake, I'll start with you. See or no see? Oh yeah, you got to see this movie. I mean, it's got Josh Hartnett in it and creepy <laughs> monster vampires. And while it fizzles out, I still think it's a lot of fun to watch and. Um, I think it fits into like the into your fall winter horror movie watching uh, right in a nice cold way. And what about you, Danny? See or no see? Thirty days of night. So I'm gonna start with saying, do not watch this on Pluto because it's a fucking nightmare. Rent it, hunt it down somewhere else. Cause fuck Pluto, fuck it, fuck it so bad. I hate Pluto. I hate it now. I will never watch anything <laughs> on Pluto. But watch this movie. I you know. It does have Josh Harnett, but I'll I'll raise you one Ben Foster and his yeah. ugly ass teeth. This is just a great 
<laughs> like little comic book movie that nobody really talks about anymore. Uh, Pluto is an extra 30 to 45 minutes of commercials, I think. Um, that being said, it's definitely worth watching. It's a change of pace from other vampire movies. Um, Josh Hartnett at his peak. And it's just an awesome premise. And it's genuinely scary. And you don't really get that as much in vampire movies anymore. Certainly not in vampire movies from 2007. So Mm -hmm. definitely worth checking out. Every weekend you can find this here. Um, We're a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network where they have a whole bunch of horror-themed podcasts, including ours. Uh, We also take listener requests. Or if you have any ideas for a theme month, let us know. And while you're doing that, you could also follow us over on Instagram at Adventures in Movies. You could also find Nathaniel or Pat, as I like to call him, over at Nathan. Actually, it's Adventures in Nathan. And you could also find me, Danny, over on Twitter and Instagram at default underscore player. And you can find New Year Blake on Twitter at Fried Horror. <laughs> is, that, is that like baby New Year? Like I'm in the mood. <laughs> So it, well, you yes, have a sash and a top. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I, I just pulled up the the script because I was like, I, I was hearing Pat. I was like, oh shit, I don't have the script up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Naked baby New Year. Blake. Nobody wants that. Uh, next week, before we get to the best of times, we gotta talk about the worst of times. <laughs> Hell yeah! Also, an indie movie review. <laughs> and you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, you can go to Amazon Music where they have podcasts, including ours. Or you can go to Morbidly Beautiful. Wherever you listen to us, make sure to give us a rating or just tell a friend to listen. And that's our cue. We will talk to you next week. Uh, Happy New Year from the past. And from the future. <laughs>